So I haven't, I haven't, but first thing I want to talk about, I haven't beat Mario Wonder yet, but I do want to say that I'm absolutely confident that it does not matter. My opinion of it will only get higher as I continue through the game. Oh, dude, you need to, you need to finish it in its entirety. It's I, so I will, good. but I, I, the only reason I stopped is because my Super Mario RPG came out. Yeah, what a disappointment that was. Huge fucking disappointment. We'll get to that in a moment. So for I want to first just, I cannot stress enough how good of a game Super Mario Wonder is. Um, and I was I won't say I was surprised because these, the 2D, the classic 2D and 3D, like, well, the 2D like side-scroller Marios and like the 3D platformer Marios are just always impeccable. So I wasn't surprised, yeah, they, but, I, they don't miss. but I had a feel, like I was like, oh, what if they... Ooh, what if it, they don't turn in a good one? And I, I feel like a fucking fool for just saying something like that because it's it's even better than I'd hoped. It's incredible, and it's it's really just gaming. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's like it's like I said to you, they figured it out thirty years ago. They didn't change anything. They so it's the same Mario as Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo. Yes, it's, it's... the same exact thing, and. I don't have. I'm not complaining. No, I think that's dude. Great. I I thought about that as well when you told me that, and I started thinking about it more. And and a couple other things you and I have talked about is how Super Mario Wonder feels like Super Mario World Two, and I know Yoshi Island is Yoshi's Island is that, but it it like thematically it does like the the way the world is constructed, where you go in a in a horseshoe around Bowser's castle, like it's the center of the world map, right? Um, the same way you do in in Super Mario World's world map, you start like bottom left and you go, you know, a horseshoe over top of it and you go up in the middle to get into it. And then <clears throat> the, all of the castles you beat at the end of all the worlds has the scene afterwards where they turn back into regular castles from the Bowser corrupted castle. And there's like a scene outside where you're talking to people and has this pleasant music. And that's directly like lifted from the Super Mario World world where he would have this unique animation for every castle where, you know, some he would hit uh, a plunger on a TNT thing and the place would blow up and the next one he would jump on it and the other the next one he would hit the TNT plunger and it would shoot off in the sky. You know, like all these different things. It, it's it's like the same process. This, it's clearly like so inspired from the old game and, and it doesn't suffer for it in any way. Yeah, there's, they took a lot from Super Mario World, which is a great idea because Super Mario World is one of the best games ever. Like, there's even things like secret exits like they had in Super Mario World where there's extra stuff that you can find. If you would, especially in the like the ghost houses, there'd be, like, an extra yep. way you could get out of it. And sometimes it's really hard to find. And they're pretty hard to find in Wonder sometimes, too. Yeah. And they did a lot of dope stuff. It's not exactly the same. Like, they updated it for, for the new era. It's been modernized very well. Yeah, extremely well. But the the gameplay at its core, like Mario still has the same jump arc he's had for thirty years. Like they didn't have exactly. To this, like it still has Fire Flower. It still has the the spin jump. It still has everything. Like you can recognize and, ha- and know how to play it right away. It's it's you know when they say a perfect sequel, I mean that's what every Mario has been since. They innovate on the classic idea in a different way, in a better way every time. The the level design is just there's nothing better. Um, oh, the level design in Wonder is amazing. Everything feel it feels so good to play. Even like the simple levels that are the badge levels or something that takes like a second. It it's like why was this fun? You know, it, yeah, it was they it, do great. It, it's so crazy. And 
something that I that I that I was like thinking about more and more. So I just got to the I got to like world. I think it's five or six. I just got the badge that's like the vine grapple thing, and it's so fucking cool. Yeah, isn't that the coolest? Dude, it's ever? so cool. Stuff like with the badges. We like, always talk about, about we always talk about like how every video game now, like modern games, there's one thing that like modernization of games has added to games and it needs to be in every game and it's a fucking grapple hook and they put it in <laughs> Mario, dude, and it they killed it. It's so good. Yeah, all the badges are fun in their own way. Every single one of them is enjoyable. I am awestruck by how they have so many in the game and they can balance these levels around them. And I think it's because they're all like the badges reward skill in different ways. It's not like a raw upgrade. It's just like a little bit of a tweak to your move set every time. Yeah. We should explain the badges for people that if like, if you're wondering if you play wonder, you should play wonder. Okay. If and you're the wondering, badges are like, <laughs> uh, the badges are <laughs> one badge at a time. And for example, some of them we got, we're mentioning the grappling hook. Uh, you'll get like maybe a little bit of higher jump, maybe like kind of like how Luigi jumped in in Mario Brothers Two. Don't they all like, have a charge jump in Mario Brothers Two? I think Lu- like Luigi just jump. Luigi yeah. just jumps higher. They have the higher yeah. Luigi jump, and they also have the charge jump as a badge. Yeah, yeah, the char- yeah, absolutely. That's there's it. another badge that's like you kind of float in the air for a little bit at the height of your jump, kind of like how Peach is in Super Mario Brothers Two. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of different ones. There's one where you can. Like anytime you press the run button, you're instantly running at the maximum speed possible. And it might even be faster than you normally can run. And additionally, if you run off a ledge with this badge equipped, you keep running in midair for like a little bit of space and you could jump in midair yeah. as well. And they'll design entire levels around that where they, they require you to use that badge. And it's super fun. There's a ton of different badges. I think there's like like at least 25 different badges. And some of them are just like uh, are completely different, where they don't change your the way your character works at all, but they'll do something else. For example, you can get one that'll add blocks to levels that weren't there otherwise. That kind of makes it easier to traverse. In case like it's a difficult platforming section, you'll just have like these little yellow blocks that wouldn't be there otherwise because you have the badge equipped. But in order to equip that badge, you can only equip one, so like, you're sacrificing any extra ability that you might have like a grappling hook you want to have a grappling hook but there'll be a, a block you could land on or otherwise it would just be a death pit or something yeah. and some levels i played didn't have any extra blocks in them even with that badge equipped but it's all right because it's just for it's just for levels that i was like man this platforming is like it's like a really annoying jump i was like yeah. i just want to make it easier maybe i'll equip that thing but for it, the most part, I just used uh, the stuff that makes me jump in different ways. They also have, like, the first one you get is just where you have a big hat and you can float down, like, longer. Um, and the, they do also do really interesting things with them. And when you get – a lot of these badges have, like, a badge level where you can earn the badge. And then, like, a difficult version of that badge level where you already have it and you can just, like, figure out – like, and you just use it in the in the to its highest efficiency and then you beat the level. Um, and I noticed it in with this one specifically where you do the hat floating one, it's just like normal, right? You press the button, you float for a little bit, you release it, you stop floating. And it's just like a little bit extra length on your jumps or like a little safety cap for you. Um, and I noticed in the in the difficulty version of the level, there was a segment where you have to get it like the the coins lead you like 
to the right and down on an arc. And then they lead you to the right and down on an arc again, like immediately after. And I, and I tried it like two or three times and I was like, I, I'm not getting this. How am I not? There's nothing else here. It's the badge level. It's the only badge you can have on in this level. So like, why, why can't I get this? And I realized that if you would let go of the hat and then quickly equip it again, you actually like redo your momentum. Yeah, it's it's uh, interesting. And yeah. these coins teach you how to do that. Exactly. Literally just four coins. I'm like, why can't I get them? If they're not putting them in there, right? I can get them if they put them there. How do I do it? And it, and it really just showed, I just, I just try it a couple times and being able to figure it out on your own feels awesome. But then also you're like, oh, this has multiple uses and I have a better way to use this thing. I literally just used the the wall jump upgrade for like most of the game where your first jump off a wall jump, you just go straight up. Yeah, I use that as well a lot. That was super good. Um, I liked that a lot. It's really interesting. And the thing, you said you didn't get to use this, but um, they did add in a couple multiplayer features. Well, first of all, it's just co-op. You can just play this game co-op if you want, um, like with yeah, other people. Cool. Yeah, it's super cool. We've done that in previous Mario's. Yeah, but like, I feel like it's... A lot of those games, like New Super Mario Bros., when they have like co-op modes, everyone's like, oh, this is a goofy fake game, right? They sort of get like discounted as being a good game because, oh, it's just like a co-op goof-around game. These aren't like real games. I've seen that sentiment thrown a little bit. Same thing with like 3D World. We're like, oh, it's not like, you know what I mean? Oh, it's just like goofy fun with your friends. Like, no, this is like a legit Mario game. You just have four people that you can do it with. It doesn't make it really any easier having them either. It might even make it harder because you're like bumping into each other and shit. Um, but the other multiplayer thing is that you can put little standees on the ground, which are just basically cardboard cutouts of Mario or whoever character you're playing. Um, or you can act as this thing where as a standee, where if someone dies and they're being the level at the same time as you, they can, they turn into a ghost and they can either fly to you or fly to your standee and get reborn in the level without having to restart. And I find it, um, unnecessary, but a very interesting change to the game where you know a lot like i think like one of the biggest things about mario is like dying falling in a pit and dying and be like fuck i gotta start the whole level over i don't think it's necessarily a bad game design but i do think that this sort of takes out the tedium of like oh i figured that out and now i have to do everything that i was good at again to beat this on one hand i like it on one hand i don't uh the the main thing that happened to me once that made me not want to use it is at the end of a bowser castle uh, like a mini Bowser castle, I think an airship, you have to like go through a little gauntlet of danger and then you hit a red button at the end of it and it blows up the, the airship. And the very first one I did, I just started sprinting right as soon as I got into the room, got crushed by a ceiling crusher. And then I flew all the way to the right. There was a toad already in the room about to press the button. I got respawned on top of him and pressed the button and beat it. And I was like, that wasn't fun. <laughs> Yeah, I cheated. Just, like, cheated. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. I was just like, I, I cheated. Uh, I don't want to do that anymore. Uh, and there's like a lot yeah, of levels where you can't even use it. That. Like there, there, like that. There's a bunch of specialty levels, like that one where you have to run on the charging rhino guys, and they like run through the whole level, and there's like lava filling up below it instantly. You can't use it at all on that level because if you hit, if you fall in the lava, you die. There's no like, it's the level moves right. on without you. So it's not always like a get out jail free card, but it is kind of interesting. Um, I don't hate it. I do find it strange. It's like there's like Dark Souls ghosts running around the level a bunch too. Yeah, that's when I saw it. I was like, it's kind of like, like they're they're taking some of the, not like lifting it from Dark Souls really at all, but it has like the same feel where it's like this is like a Dark Souls e 
multiplayer function. It's cool to see other people engaging with the world at the same time as you, but it definitely did. Like I might turn it off because it, it, there's also levels where like they showed you exactly where the puzzles were. Where like I see a guy and his standee is floating in midair, so I'm like, oh, there's an invisible block below that. Or I see someone like jumping somewhere and then suddenly they like crawl up screen and I'm like, oh, he just hit like a vine. You know, right. So that's like a little. It takes some of the mystique out of it. I think it'd be cool on like going back and getting all of the collectibles or the puzzles and being like, okay, this is help a little bit of a help. I don't have to go online. It's like in-game live help, which is cool. First time through, it kind of ruins it a little bit for a die-harder like me that likes it like super challenging. Um, that being said, I do find it very challenging. I find it. I don't find it hard really, but I think that they put in a good mixture of like levels that make me be like, oh wow, they're not really like sugarcoating this they're they're really you know what i mean they're not afraid to put to take off the kid gloves and put on some hard shit yeah the the special world especially is is very very good it's uh quite challenging especially the very last level of the game in the special world that took me like a long time to beat nice very long level one of my um favorite things about a game and this happened with mario wonder and which is why i like it so much a lot of games, even games I like, will give me fatigue, where after a while I'm like, I'm having fun, but I still want to quit. And I was like, I'm, I'm tapped out on this for now, and I haven't experienced it with Mario Wonder yet. I, the first day I played it, I played it for like five hours straight, turned it off because I had to go to bed, and I wanted to play more. I did not want to turn it off. Like I was like, I can't wait to get up tomorrow and play this again, and then I did, like immediately. Uh, I've just been playing it nonstop, um, again, the, the only time I stopped for is because we were doing stuff over the weekend and I played Mario RPG instead, but it's like the only game I want to play. It's like such a good feeling to have again, to be like a game that I just want to pick. Like, I don't want it to end. I want to play it nonstop. I can't wait to get every single level, do every secret thing, which I never want to do in games. It's just that every aspect of it is designed so well that I want to play every single part of it start to finish. Yeah, that's a great point. Because especially as we get older, I feel like I I barely want to play games half the time. Yeah, I'll play a game for a half an hour and be like, yeah, I'm good. I'd rather do nothing. Yeah, I'd rather something. lay on the ground and pretend I'm a crumb than continue to play this. <laughs> yeah, that's most games. Mm -hmm. When you're a kid, you're like, oh, this is a game. This yeah. is amazing. I'm a Everything kid. I was like, I have 15 hours to waste. I'll play this. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, I have shit to do. I can't sit here and play this game. But I 100% Mario Wonder. I can't remember the last game I did that for. I yeah. did everything. Sekiro. It was completely worth it. Yeah, Sekiro. It was completely worth it. Every second was spent well. Yeah. I love like collecting the big 10 purple coins are fun. Um what's the other collectible? Oh, getting the top of the flagpole. I feel like there's something else. Uh, I'm not really sure. Oh, getting the wonder seeds or whatever. Um Yeah. A bunch of really cool stuff and like the whole wonder element adds it's like it basically just how do we every time that Nintendo innovates on something it's like well, how do we go from Super Mario 64 to the next thing and they do you know the water shit and then they they make up this whole thing for it right it's not like taking from anyone else they make up the whole fucking flood device and then they're like well, what do we do after that oh next one they go fucking Mario Galaxy and then they're like what do we do after Galaxy Odyssey it's a fucking hit and then they do well what do we do for the classic style we did the regular we did new Super Mario Bros which had like a little bit but not really and they go wonder and it's all these like goofy levels which would have like levels inside of levels that change it it has a specialty collectible and also like the wonder parts are like really interesting where you're like walking upside down or you're like the long mario or you're like the le the the platforms appear in front of you like super interesting like almost psychedelic uh 
take on some of these levels and shit like that and and the the stuff they're adding to the level it's very interesting yeah they do a lot of dope stuff one of the earliest ones which is like a great indication of like this is what's to come you get this level with the hippos that you get the hoppos that you can yeah 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 big balloon dudes you jump on them you can jump higher but you activate this wonder flower and it it transforms one of them so it's like a super bounce thing you jump on it you go into space yes and then you're just like floating in space and you have to like move around it kind of reminded me of uh super mario world would when mario would get like he would fill up like a balloon yeah and then you had to like traverse a level in that form it was it was similar to that but it was just this little tight thing i don't i think you went to space one more time in the game like a lot of these things a lot of these levels it would be like here's a mechanic and then they would never revisit it because they did it well enough in that first level. They didn't need to harp on it over and over again. Exactly. There were levels that I, I didn't play. I beat the game, and then I, like, rushed to beat the game. And I, like, got to Bowser as fast as possible, basically. And then I went back and did all the other levels. And I was playing levels, and I'm like, oh, the rest of the game doesn't have this in it. Yeah. Like, this is the only level where I do this particular thing. It's such a good uh, indicator that the, the level designers were like, I have an idea. I'm going to... I'm going to think it through all the way. I'm going to finish this idea and then move on to the next idea for the next level. Yeah, I think it's a great idea too because there's some ideas that are worthy of having a level built around them but not implementing it in the rest of the game, and I think that's fine. It's good enough on its own to last for that fun experience, but it doesn't need to be this thing that permeates the entire game. I think that they have like such a good core gameplay concept. They don't really need to do too much to it to end up with a good game. Yeah, and the badges alone just make it so that you can play every single level in like two dozen different ways because you'll have a whole different badge that if you don't have a grappling hook, you have a different jump or something. So it changes the way you play each level depending on how you want to play it, which is something Mario's not really had before. Yeah. And and that stuff doesn't even really like matter too much. They're all like helpful items, but I'm not sure you need a badge to do anything unless it's in the badge-specific levels. Like you yeah, don't ever need to get like a super high jump or a specialty wall jump or anything like that um, or the grapple. It's in those certain levels you do, but not. I don't think in the main game you really need any of it. You could do it with like what's in the game. The power-ups they give you, which are still different. I forgot to even mention that. There's the elephant power-up, which can suck water into his trunk and spray it on shit. There's the drill head power-up, which lets you drill into the floor or the ceiling, move along it, and and spike enemies that way. And, and and the drill helmet also acts as just like a protective helmet, which is interesting, where anything you hit with your head just gets hurt instead of you. Yeah, you could jump into things instead of on top yeah. of them and still damage. So, like, yeah, you can a, complete the level the way that this... Oh, and the bubble power-up is neat. Uh, you just shoot bubbles, uh, and you can bounce on them, and you can trap enemies in them. Uh, so, like, those are all, most of the levels require just using the in-level power-up, and, and the badges are just like, oh, here's fun things to let you go faster, which I feel like has been, like, a core thing of Mario, even since the beginning. Like, getting through it as fast as possible feels really fun, and just, like, sort of speeding through it and finding, like, a really good path for you to get through is fun. There's not a lot of, like, hard roadblocks where you have to, like, stop dead in a Mario game. Yeah, yeah, you could always, I never let go of the run button in any Mario game ever, and you don't have to. Yeah. I just always sprint as fast as I can, and even in the the 3D Mario's, I'll do the long jump a hundred times in a row. Yeah, I'm like, I want to get over there faster, and they're like, Yeah, sure, yeah. go for it. And yeah, I find it, wishes it was Mario. I it really does, and I I really like how you said you went right to Bowser because I'm playing it like differently, where I'm just like exploring every world. Um, as far as like open world goes, this is kind of like the way to do it, where it's not really open world. Um, 
I think you have to go through the first three worlds and then you can go through like four five and six in any order you want. Um, but also like within those worlds, there's parts that are on rails where it's like, Oh, you have to do one, one, and then one, two, and then you can like go up or right. And you can hit like the offshoot levels that are above one, two, or you can go to the levels of the right, which are one, three and one, four. And then, yeah, you don't know which way is like the way to the exactly. And so you have to like find where to go within that world. And some, they could just be secondary levels and they could order. They could be the right way. And it doesn't really feel like you're hitting a dead end because there's like stuff back there you can unlock like power ups and, and badges and additional things. And just the levels are just fun to play. So it feels really good. So I just like walk around and find all the secrets in the world and all the levels. Cause I want to play every single one and they're all fun. And there's, I've never have a moment where I'm like, Oh, this level, or I don't want to do this. I'm like, I'm like, dude, where's the next one? I hope there's even more all the time. I'm having a blast. Yeah. The only, uh, there was exactly one level that I didn't like in the whole game. And it's just cause it was in the special world and you turn into a Goomba that was like the gimmick. Oh, I've done that already. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's just like, oh, I want to be able to jump and you don't let me. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought it was kind of interesting because um, I was like terrified, like legit, like you, you can't do anything, but like go from, it's almost like a stealth mission, but there was like a part where a guy charged at you with like his mouth open and you have to hide behind a bush. I thought he was going to kill me. I was like legit scared. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is kind of cool. Um, it's like, it, I get it. It's like silly and dopey and it really like slows down the mood, but I still found it like very interesting. I didn't have a problem with it really at all. Yeah. And, uh, even if you're like me and you did, here's the thing, just like I said, they'd never do that again. Exactly. So if you hated it, it's no problem. Yeah. You'll never have to experience it again. They, they try a fun thing. Up, yeah. Then, then it doesn't matter because they do one off little mechanics and and, and it's clearly like derived part like the wonder seed worlds where stuff like this happens is partly derived from like the idea of cappy in odyssey where like obviously in this one you become a goomba there's other one where you become that weird jumping shell with the spike on it and you smash all the blocks above you and stuff yeah. and you bounce or you could jump really high with it or whatever um and like so they 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 it's like shades of that where you like Oh, we like how you can take over stuff in Odyssey, but that's very hard to design this entire game around. But we'll add parts of each world where you're forced into that, so we know that you'll have it. And it's like such that we always talk about it, but creating a level with a very specific designed experience is so much easier to build around than it is to say, well, they could have this, 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 or this at this point. We have to build for all of those things. Um, so they don't have to do that. They just say like, oh, you're going to be a Goomba here. You're going to be this thing here. You're going to be in the special world here. And they know how to plan around it. And that's why it's so tight and so complex and so interesting and so fun at the end of the day. Yeah, it's like we always say, more games should have levels instead of just being this like open world, do yeah. whatever you want thing. It's like when you make it do whatever you want, I can do whatever I want. And sometimes your game isn't good at letting me do whatever I want. Sometimes exactly. It sucks and I can do whatever I want. Whatever I want is to play stuff. a fucking level that's designed yeah. fun <laughs> and you can't it's not what's in the game yeah most games fail horribly at that but mario doesn't even take that risk they're just like let's make some good levels so yeah we can curate the the player experience to be something that everyone will enjoy and they don't miss no i mean they're really insanely good at it it's just so awesome and i was thinking about this after this is the point that i wanted to get to you said it already where Mario one is it's essentially Mario one, but upgraded right for Mario wonder. And all of the games really are that way. And I was thinking like what Mario is the pinnacle of gaming and it always has been. What was before Mario pong Pac-Man Tetris, maybe what's after Mario, nothing. 
Mario is is gaming past, present, and future. Mario is eternal. Mario is going to be the top of the food chain always. We have reached what what gaming is. It is Mario. They nailed it. Like when they came out with Mario One, they're like, "This is the perfect game. We will just keep iterating on this forever, and it's always the best game that's out whenever it's out." Yeah, you know what the the problem with modern games is? They have too many fucking buttons. Where it's like, I need to do, I need to reload, I need to crouch, I need to take cover, I need to change weapons, I need to do all this. And then you get play games like Apex Legends where that's all on one button. And it's like, well, fuck. Whereas Mario's like, we have two actions. You can run and you can jump. Mm-hmm. So they have, they don't even need all the buttons on their controller. No. So like, it's, it's the opposite of all the problems that modern games have. Other games are open world for no reason and they suck at it. Mario has levels. Mario has two buttons. Every other game has a thousand actions and sixteen buttons, and they don't have enough buttons. Exactly. You could you can go back and play Mario one today. You can go back and play any Mario, and they're still just as good. I mean, Mario three might be like one of the best platformers ever, like better than any other platformer. It's just incredible as a game. And uh, NES version, Super NES version doesn't matter. And like again, Wonder just implemented on that for the modern age. They said let's remake the perfect Mario you know, protocol that we have, but put our current modern spin on it. And it's perfect. It's like legitimately flawless. I, I don't, there's nothing wrong with the game whatsoever. The pacing is fun. You can say like, there's no story, but who fucking gives a shit? And here's another thing I noticed, like Nintendo does this with all their stories. They're like, even like Nintendo's classics, like Zelda, um, Metroid to a point, Mario. It's like, what's the story of Mario? It's always the same. Bowser kidnaps the princess and, you, and or is doing some bad shit and you got to save her, right? It's literally that in everything. They just do it like a different way every time, and it's always yeah, the good. Story in this one, the story in this one is like, what's the what's the problem? It's like, well, he didn't kidnap Peach, but he has like magic powers and he wants to be a rock star. Mm-hmm. So like his levels are like based around music and stuff. It's like super cool. Yeah. Like, who cares about the story? If I wanted a story, I go watch TV. Exactly. <laughs> like, what do you do? I'll read a book. Like, this is a different medium where you can experience gameplay yes. no other medium has that so mario knows nintendo knows that that's the core aspect so like let's focus on the gameplay because you can't get gameplay from a book you can't get gameplay from a movie or a tv show you can only get it here yeah so let's make that the most important thing and focus on it the most and fuck the rest because you can get that other places and they don't fuck around with it and they do a great job because i'm sick of i'm sick of games turning into movies while i'm playing them yeah and i'm sick of games turning into TV shows after I play them, and then people acting like it's a good idea. So you should have just made a TV show in the first place. Yeah, I agree. It's not even it's not even good. It's all on rails. I have to watch a, an hour-long cutscene sometimes. I agree entirely. There, you're not, you haven't said anything wrong. Like, There's so much gameplay in Mario, it's just absolutely insane. I mean, how many levels are there in total? Have you, have you looked it up? Uh, I have no idea. I want to see if there's a number. There's a lot. Um... It's just like ninety, including fortresses and airships. Eight worlds and ninety levels. Ninety levels. How many games have ninety levels? Oh wait, hold on. This says. Wait, what does this just say? Hold on, I I found something else. All right, you you say that. I I found a different article. Oh, there are. One hundred and fifty-two levels. But only 69 of them are regular main story levels. There are 10 special world levels, 20 badge challenges, 3 wiggler races, 6 KO arenas, 4 search party levels, 19 break time levels, 10 houses, and 11 poplin shops. So, 
all those, there's, there's 70 levels and then, but there's 152 levels, including all of that stuff. Yeah. Look, we can talk about some of those, um, like the search party levels. Those mm -hmm. are fun. Those are really fun. Which one's the search party one? It's where like, uh, you'll have to find like five, like, Oh yeah. Those are actually sick. For the level. Yeah. Those are dope. But it's just, it'll just be like a fixed thing, and then you're just like, well, you're like where is it? Yeah, like a small out. contained level. Like that one with the pipes is really cool. The one with the fucking water, the waterfall, like rain cloud thing is neat. Yeah, these are like ideas. I haven't seen these in other Mario games, really, I don't think. No. Like, and that, and like the, the races are, are cool too. They're the races like are fucking sick as hell. I love them. Oh, and they also added a, one of the badges is just to move faster in water. And you can spam right. it nonstop. It's so good. Yeah, that made the water levels like so perfect. Yeah, if you know you're gonna I do a water do level, you just fucking put on the water badge and you blast through. It's like dolphin swimmer or something. Yeah, something like that. But I want to talk about the final level, and I wish you would have gotten it through already because they do the craziest shit ever. It's a long level, so you'll you'll start the level and you start with the first badge in the game, and then. You get like to the end of that section. You go through a door or a pipe, and then you come out, and you have a different badge. Oh, that's so sick! Level, you play with every badge in the game for the final level, and it's hard. That's like, so fucking dope, drive. dude! It's, I love that. It's so good. Damn, now I want to play I'm it curious, even more. Um, I'm curious how the like the standy things work with that because there were some parts where I was like, "All right, I need to master this," and then like the checkpoint was like three badge rooms away, you know? Yeah. So. So I'm like trying to work through like oh, I keep screwing this up and then I would keep trying and trying. But I wonder if the standees would like make it like maybe too easy because probably I'm going to have to turn them off. off. I'm going offline next time. You could just very easily. Yeah, they make that optional. Go offline, which is awesome. One button press. Yeah, it's like, when I played that, I was like, yo, what a great idea. Then they it, the level is so well designed. It's like it was hard, but I don't remember getting frustrated. I was just like, oh, I keep missing this jump. Or like, like fuck. This is really hard. You have to. Well, perfect. you like it's hard if it's hard, and it's right, and it's the last level in the game. So you're like, you should assume that yeah. it's gonna be like it's testing what you've learned the entirety of the game, right? That's like what you want. If, if yeah, the last level's easy, it's like, what the fuck is the point? Yeah, and you have to be good to get to it because it's not just the last level. It's the last level of the special world, and in order to unlock it, you have to get all of the the ten the ten coins or whatever they they are, the flower coins. Yeah. You have to get three of them in every level you have to get them you have to get every wonder seed and then you have to get the top of every flagpole so you have to like 100 percent of the game to unlock the level in the first place so it should be hard yeah it's like you have to have mastered the game in order to get there and we are but masters of the game uh when we uh, we were talking about this the other day but when they did that in super mario um what the fuck 3d world, 3D world. i'm sorry i always confuse it with i always want to say 3d land because they came out with one that was like like that but 3d land the same thing when you get all the top of the flagpoles you get all of everything and they unlock a special level and i remember we were at your house and somebody had unlocked it it might have been me but we were all like trying it on someone's file and they kept failing and then you and i were like gave it a shot it took us like maybe 20 minutes but we did it um that was like one of those super interesting levels where the the platforms were on a timer where it's like you can hear right. it ticking and they, it swaps as it as the time goes, it's like tick, 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 swap, and you have to jump, and the one that you're on becomes invisible, and the one becomes visible. 
Um, and they do a lot of stuff like that too. Nintendo doesn't really rehash a lot of ideas like that are gimmicky. They do, I think, one or two things that are like that in this game, but they do it in a different way where it's like music-based. Um, but then they also have those levels I thought were fun. It's sort of uh, shades of the Rayman Legends level where they have the jumping ninja guys and you have to jump on time with the song to activate all the stuff in the level. And that those are really interesting too. Oh, right. I forgot about that level. That level's really good. Yeah. I think, just, do that, I think they do that twice. I might be wrong. And like the music comes in dynamically as you're, as you're jumping on time and as you get a better jumping combo, it adds more parts to the music which and makes it more intricate and adds you know the backing drums and all that and the level gets brighter and more interactive as you do it so it like really like leads into you wanting to not miss a jump at all and it's like it's and playing the level like that is still very fun somehow they're just like very good at designing levels yeah that level's extremely fun and there's a badge that you can get that's like you get coins or something for jumping on time for being yeah even in every other level in the game, you can play like that if you want. To. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's bad for it. <laughs> they also, um, I noticed like the 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 one level in the beginning is like a challenge level. I don't remember what it's for, but you like press it, you like immediately grab a wonder seed, and it starts like the rhinos charging, and there's like a line of five of them, and you have to stand on them, and they run through the level, and and you can obviously jump off to like get more gear, like get more coins and shit like that, but you have to follow them throughout the whole level, and it's like pretty challenging, and I kept messing up because I wanted to get all of the purple coins. So I kept like jumping at the wrong time and doing this. And I remember like dying, I probably died 10 or 12 times on the level trying to get all of it. And I remember being like, this is so awesome because I don't want to quit playing this level. I want to keep beating it until I get all of them, but it doesn't feel tedious in any way. Like it's, it was the perfect amount of challenging where I'm like, dude, I can just like knock my head against this, doing it over and over. But every time I mess up, it legitimately felt like, Oh, I missed that jump. That was a hundred percent on me. You could see it coming it's like completely foretold. It's just difficult to do, even in like knowing that. It's not like they don't throw any fucking curveballs at you. It's like, oh, they lead you with coins. You know where to jump. I just did it wrong because it's like the timing is pretty precise, or it's like on that level specifically. But yeah, it's just interesting where it's like it's tough, not because they're they're tricking you or or like sneakily doing something to you. It's very like foreshadowed. It's very telegraphed, but you just have to be really good at it. Yeah, you just have to know what you're doing. And it's they do make it the perfect amount of challenging. Like I said, nothing was frustrating, like, ever. Except for that one Goomba level where I was just like, I want to jump and you won't let me. But yeah. That, that's not even a big deal. And, and that's it. The game has how many levels? 160 or 100, something? 152, but 69 story-based. Story. There was one of them that I found frustrating. <laughs> Dude, like, that's it. actually, I changed my mind. This game fucking sucks. <laughs> Kelly to play as a Goomba. One out of one sixty-two. That's a terrible, terrible rate. Yeah, it's fucking up. But seriously, they they make everything like as it gets challenging and not frustrating, and that's hard to do. Evidently, every other game sucks at it. Yeah, Only Mario can pull us off. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like I can't stress enough how like people don't give Mario enough credit. It, it gets a ton of credit, and it's not enough. They are yeah, like absolutely. the cornerstone of the fucking gaming industry. They're always putting out good games. Everyone is like insanely good. Even their bad Mario games are good. And like stuff like that is just, you take it for granted. You go play other games and you're like, oh yeah, like this is fun, but this and this and this bothers me. So I do not have a complaint about this game. I want to play it more. Um, I, I think my complaint would be that there aren't, there's not a DLC for it yet with a bunch of more fun levels to play. And I haven't even beaten it. I'm just, I already know that I'm going to, it's going to be bittersweet when I complete it because I don't want to stop playing. Absolutely, and that's 
that's what you want. Anytime mm-hmm. that you consume any kind of media, you want to be like, man, I wish there was more. That's what you want. And that's exactly what they do. When I beat the, the final level in the special world, I was like, it was bittersweet. I was like, damn, now I'm done with this game. Like, I can play it again, but, like, there's nothing new. Yeah, like so I need it's, it's 100% complaint. I need a break, yeah. The only complaint is that it's too good, and it makes you want to continue playing, and, and at, at some point it comes to an end. Yeah, it's too good, and it's too short, even though it's not short at all. <laughs> oh, it's, the, it's so funny. It's like, these are when you think about it in this way, which for some reason nobody else does, um, there is no, like, there's all you can point to is saying, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's cons are that it's too incredible. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't get it, dude. It's, it's, it's so crazy. It's so good. It's only, it's only flaws that it's flawless. That's yes. A real issue. Is, is that I want more and I know it will come to an end and I can't believe they fucking done something like this to me. <laughs> so my, my Wario Wonder is my personal game of the year and I think that, um, it, it, I mean, it could be game of the decade. I, I don't. I honestly like don't even see, unless a better Mario game comes out. I'm saying this for the yeah, 2020s. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the only situation is if a better Mario game comes out because who else is competing with this? No one. No one. There has no not been a game out close. in the last three years that's better than Mario Wonder. Um, I mean, last five? I don't even know. When was the last time a game came out that was better than this? Uh, I, I, I honestly don't know. The other two games that are non-Mario games that I consider flawless in my esteem are Sekiro and Hades. And I honestly don't even know if they compare. There's like There's still a lot of like filler in those games, I would say. Or fluff yeah. or something. Mario is just perfect. There's like there's nothing you can do to get better than this. They really nailed it. I honestly have like blew my mind there. I was like, there's like Mario has been the same since its inception, and it gets better every time while being the same core concept. Uh, and it's perfect and it's the best. If you don't like Mario, you don't like video games. Absolutely. I think Wonder is definitely better than Sekiro. Like I think that's an easy thing to say because Sekiro is exceptional, but you kind of have to be a gamer. Yeah. To enjoy it. You see a lot of non-gamers like being like, oh, this game's too hard or whatever, and they're getting really frustrated. But Mario, you don't have to be a gamer to play Mario. Anybody can play Mario. Yeah. It's Mario. It really is crazy too that you're you're exactly right. Where we love challenge and we've both beaten Sekiro and it feels really good to beat an extremely challenging game. And I still feel a modicum of challenge or even like highly challenging levels from Mario Wonder, but also people who are dog shit awful at video games can play it and experience the same joy as me because they put stuff in to make it fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's a game for everybody. You don't you don't have to be good at games to think it's fantastic. Yeah. For and- Sekiro, you kind of have to be good in order to get through it. You, you have to have that in you to be a gamer. Yeah, and I really think that this is one of those things where a lot of times, like, putting... Um, like easy modes in games sort of bother me where I'm like, ah, it's like, you know, you have a different, like, but and it bothers me where games where difficulty is their personality, you know, a dark souls type game or a Sekiro game. But in Mario, it's like, you can play as like a Yoshi. Um, and they do this thing where you can't take damage if you play as Yoshi or Nabbit, but you also can't get power ups. And I think you can die in pits, but, um, obviously like you can't get hit by enemies. It's like, you know, a lot of it, if you, if you want to play it like that, you can just play like that. It doesn't really diminish my play at all because it's the same level of difficulty, right? They're, they're skirting the difficulty and they can still die. Like there's, there's ways around that too. And it doesn't really diminish mine at all because 
I feel like that's most people don't play like that. That's like an accessibility thing that I am fine with because I guess the, the main draw of Mario isn't that it's difficult; it's that it's very fun. Yeah, and and, and that's yeah, it's like for children. Like, yes, you can play without getting hit. Like, and the games for children. It's like a game again for everybody. So like whatever. They also that reminded me of a badge that there is where if you fall into a pit, you just bounce out once. Yeah, the level. It's very cool. I remember there was one level where. It was like an auto scroller or something like that. I don't think it was an auto scroller, but you again had to wait for something you had to tra traverse over this big pit, and you had to like jump on enemies' heads or something like that. And I kind of just wanted to do it faster, and I died. And I was like, I'm gonna switch badges to that pit thing, and I used it to like bounce out of the pit and just like skip part of the level. And I, I felt like a genius <laughs> for this thing that they they probably did on purpose. They're probably like, oh, if you equip the pit thing, they probably thought of it. I have full faith. And oh, I believe it entirely. Yeah, they, they definitely did. But each of these badges can be used like in interesting, extremely interesting ways, and it changes the way that I think of Mario a little bit. Because I'm like, oh, which badge should I use? I've never had to think about that in a Mario game. Exactly. It's like, will I get help? And and also on the on the flip side, I've said the same thing where I don't really care about badges, and I don't really have to. I got like the wall jump one very early in the game, and I haven't really changed it. Some of them are fun, but I also don't care enough and it, a level has not forced me to use one um, and made me rethink it at all because and I don't really care uh, uh, in some er like I, sometimes I'm like thinking oh you know what if I come back to this level later I can use a badge to more easily get the 10 coin from this spot um, you know jumping or doing whatever most of the time I'm like what um, the only one I switched to I was like what would make it, the level easier in general or, or allow me to like get to somewhere when I've made a mistake um, platforming or something and so I have the crouch jump for added height and it's pretty cool but like other than that it doesn't really matter in any way um, to, the, to the point where it doesn't matter where it's it's only an enhancer right it doesn't detract at all I don't have to use it and people that do use it only gain things from it yeah yeah it's so such a perfect little customization thing which is something you don't expect in a Mario game there's almost there's never any customization no it's you like, don't really have to do it besides yeah besides uh <clears throat> like the same thing that they do in this one from Super Mario World as well, where you can stock one power up in the in the bar. It's yeah. another thing they've taken from it, where you can have one and stock one. Um, oh, yeah, that's another thing you could do, which I find very interesting, uh, and I actually made use of it one time. So uh, you can you can drop your power up, and the way you drop it for yourself is you hold the button and it turns into a little balloon. And you have to pop it to pick it up. But if you don't pick it up, someone else playing the level can pick it up. That's oh, wow. it, like the multiplayer thing. Yeah, you can leave it for someone and you get like heart points for it, which are just like a meter of how much you've helped other people and have no bearing on anything whatsoever. Um, but I find it really interesting. I was in a level once with a Yoshi and he dropped, I got hit earlier and I don't know if he, he could see this because you could see like where I am on my, like my ghost will reflect what I have. And he dropped, he can pick up power-ups, but he can't use them as Yoshi. So he dropped his bubble power up for me and I took it because I, I got hit right before that and I lost it. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, so that was like a fun thing to do. So like a guy who was playing it on easy mode had a power-up he couldn't use but had it in his backup, dropped it on the map for me. And again, that's interesting for multiple reasons because he gains nothing from this. You don't get anything. Like you get heart points above your character, which just show off to other people that you have a certain amount of heart points. It mean, like it does nothing. It just is a number. Um, and also he just dropped a power-up. Obviously he couldn't use it, so it's a different scenario than like a regular person. But it's still interesting because he didn't have to do that anyway. He isn't like... 
it has no bearing on whether or not he completes the level. He took time to drop a power-up for me just because this game has a weird multiplayer function that just is like, helping people is cool, you should do it. You gain nothing from this, though. Yeah. So that's like a really yeah, interesting, interesting feature of the game. Um, that was like a cool moment I had uh, where I got a power-up for free from a guy because he dropped one for me. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't have any of the multiplayer at all, so <laughs> I didn't even know about, about the, yeah, that. It's neat. Um, other than I mean, I haven't played with a person. I'm not sure if you could play with them online or if it's split screen only. I have to I have to look into it, but it looks it's interesting either way. I wonder if we could have played together. Is it? I wonder if. Um, I think it is online. I think I read that in the the beginning of the game but i didn't do it i i saw when they say the online stuff it says like i hope this isn't playing music it says like it only ever tells you when you go online about this stuff where it's like the community thing where you can like play together but i, I like but it's not real like the stuff we were just talking about but um oh, let me see you can play online with up to 12 friends in a co-op room what the fuck does that mean i'm on the nintendo website right now Hold on. I lo- the the page is Oh, okay. You can play online with up to 12 friends in a co-op room with up to 4 players on a single course. Okay. Interesting. So, you can play with three with up to 4 players? Oh yeah, four, with three other people on a course. 12 friends in a co-op room. I don't know what that means. You can maybe you could all just be in a room together and hang out and chill and then you could pick four people to go into a world together that's really interesting i don't know why they do stuff like that but i trust nintendo with everything yeah yeah it's very cool that they put in like even though i never use it it's, it's pretty cool that they were like oh let's make mario like online multiplayer yeah it's like okay you go ahead i wonder if there is like custom there's a picture right underneath this of four goombas but one has a Mario hat, one has a Luigi hat, one has a Toad hat, and one has a cracked eggshell on his head. Huh. You could also play as, like, Peach and Daisy and shit like that. I've never done it. I've never played as anyone but Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you... all the characters. It's not like um, it's not like the other. It's not like Super Mario 3D World or Super Mario Bros. 2 where they have differences. They're all the same. They all control the same, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else to say about it just because it's so spectacular and it speaks for itself. Um, I yeah. would like to yeah, talk about covered. some of the, the competitors this year if you want to go into a little bit about the Game Awards stuff that I was talking about. Oh, yeah, sure. So here are the other games that are nominated for Game of the Year. So Mario Wonder was, and Tears of the Kingdom was, but also Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, and the Resident Evil 4 remake. Wow. I was like, the the, the creators of these nominations should be ashamed. Remakes automatically don't apply. I don't care if it's like, regardless of Resident Evil 4 being horrible and unfun as a game, the remakes just don't apply. No. Yeah, I agree. Alan Wake, Alan Wake 1 was released 13 years ago, and it was clunky and unplayable. It was devoid of like any spirit or fun. It was not a good game. I can't imagine that it has changed enough to be game of the year, and it came out like two weeks ago. It's very clearly like recency bias. Yeah, I never even heard of Alan Wake, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I don't understand how it's I game. I've heard the name, but I don't know what it even fucking is. Uh, it's it, dude. It's like a guy. So Alan Wake, I think, is the same people who made Control, um, but it's bad. So oh, maybe Alan so Wake Two is better because Control was pretty good. 
Um, Control was an awesome game, and they've made that, so maybe they upgraded or whatever, but um, I don't think so. Even if it is, there's no way it's better than Mario Wonder. Yeah, there's no way. There's Shout just no control, way. Control, though. Control's good as fuck. Yeah, Control's sick. Spider-Man 2 is just Marvel brain people. Uh, Spider-Man fans would fucking slurp yeah. dog shit out of a golden retriever's yeah. asshole if you told them that Spider-Man does it. <laughs> Uh, like yeah, they don't, I, they don't, they don't consume. Like they don't consume media based on whether it's good or bad, but whether it looks pretty has Spider Man in it, and all the game jokes have to be like the writers didn't have parents and were raised by a DVD of Age of Ultron. Yeah, I I didn't play uh, the Spider Man games, but it's just like oh, this is like an open world, fucking probably just like Batman game. Yeah, you it know, is. It looked like I was like oh, they probably just lifted everything from Arkham, the Arkham series. And but everyone's like, the, everyone like Spider-Man will have a quip, and everyone's like, "Dude, he's so funny!" And I was like, "No, he's not." It's like this is like the <laughs> kids I used to fucking pick on in high school talk like this, <laughs> like get it together. So I was like, between Baldur's Gate, Mario Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom, unfortunately, it has to go to Mario Wonder. Unfortunately, for only Tears of the Kingdom, like I'm sure Baldur's Gate is fine, but like, it's just a yeah. phenomenal game. There's 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 nothing else like people have been set on challenge like to people like this is like the thing with alan wake and them people are like oh we're challenging the potential of the video game medium and they don't realize that nintendo had it literally from day one yeah yeah it's over yeah everyone else going to stop making games as far as i'm concerned i'd be fine with it if the yeah. only games to ever come out again were mario i'd be like yeah this is pretty good it's fine dude the video games are about gameplay and overcoming challenges and nintendo succeeds at that and other games like put roadblocks in front of those yeah, it's like. I mean, I don't know about Baldur's Gate because I never played any of them ever, but it got a lot of praise from people that used to play it, and apparently, they spent a really long time making it instead of rushing it out. Yeah, everyone said it was good. I'll have to take their word for it, but I will say there's no fucking way it's better than Super Mario Wonder. No, and I'm a, <laughs> I'm a huge Zelda fan. To the left of me, there's a Hyrulean shield on my wall, and a Master Sword replica. And I will still say Super Mario Wonder was better than Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, it's like, just that good. Easy to say that. I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's just these other games are in there because people, for some reason, like when your character must shimmy through a, a rock face to hide a loading zone. And they, <laughs> I don't know why. Dude, it's, let's move on from that. Like, Mario, it's like, you don't even, we don't even have to rag on it because Mario Wonder is the best. And if you disagree, you, you like, don't understand video games like your brain is too small so i'm not worried about it but the other game word categories include like the completely banal and unserious most anticipated game category dude i was like by what metric are we ranking this also who gives a fuck why do you get a reward for being anticipated i was like if if the most anticipated should be there throw up half-life 3 and it wins insane to think that this is like a legitimate organization and they think it deserves a category it's useless filler content it makes me puke oh my god half-life 3 should win every year that's what i'm talking about I i know listen to this one listen to this category dude innovation and accessibility what Excuse this me. Be for games where like, dude, oh, no, listen, listen. Why people better be able to play the games that are nominated? No, listen. Like, excuse me, dude. I was like, I thought this was the game awards, not the fucking cog smoking contest. <laughs> they they shouldn't name it. Let's jerk off these developers because our brains have been smoothed out. You know what game is on this list? The PlayStation Five exclusive Spider Man Two, innovation oh and accessibility. God. You can't play it unless you own a PlayStation Five. That's the innovation I can get behind, dude. They should have state-of-the-art visuals and put on Mortal Kombat 1 on the Switch. (laughs) Have you seen the pictures of that? 
No. Oh, dude, look it up. It's so funny. Like the the new Mortal Kombat reboot, they released it on Switch as well, and it looks like a PS One game. It's so bad. It's so funny. Holy Here's I want you to tell me what what this what this term means, and if you can, Holy I'll shit. die of shock. Oh, did you look up Mortal Kombat One? Oh my dude, god, that's... it's so fucking bad. Dude, oh I I nominate god. that for state of the art visuals at the Game Awards this year. <laughs> Dude, okay, hold on. This 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 category is so funny. Tell me what this means. I'll die of shock if you can. Games for impact. Holy fuck, dude. This is just like uh here's who paid for the award yes. award. I was like, Jeff Keeley, dude, how about I impact the main stage of the game awards with one hundred pounds of dynamite? <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Oh uh, dude, this one I was like, this better be a joke to get Mr. Beast on stage so that they can have a military sniper get a clean shot and make the world a better place, but they have content creator of the year as a category. Oh my god. I've never heard of any of the people. This this is like a the, I'm against the game awards as a concept. Yes, like, so am I. Why do you want to be like every other medium? Like they're like, "Oh, well, movies have the Oscars." TV shows have the fucking whatever they are. Who even cares? Emmys. Uh, like, why don't you go after, like, like pretend you're, like, a journalist and have Pulitzers given out. That would be better. Yeah. Like, do a, do, do something like that where, like... Pulitzer yeah, why not give an award back. to, like, the people who actually do good writing and shit like that? Right? Like, yeah. when you have a game that's, like, actually, like, why don't they do that for Mass Effect? Or, like, the guy... Actually, Citizen Sleeper came out, like, last year. Had, like, really phenomenal writing. Why not give that guy an award? It's incredible, like, game... Like, if anything, like, that's an indie game that, like, pushes a lot of boundaries as far as, like, storytelling in games. Because the gameplay is really, like, dice rolly. And it was phenomenal. I absolutely loved it to death. Like, the story is so well done that it overcomes the rest of the game. And this... It's antithetical to what we were saying before. I don't love it as a game i love it as like what it did it did, it's not like a great video game it's just a great like piece of art because of how well it tells a story in its medium um the gameplay is like a side piece to it or whatever but like get, right. but that guy should still get an award for like how good he is at writing more yeah, than that, anything on this it. list but what they want to do is they want to have a show that gets ratings and they can like sell advertising yeah. on which well, the, is what like the Oscars and the Grammys and all these other shitty award shows for the other shitty mediums do. Yeah, and, like could do something like the Pulitzers or something like uh, that, where I don't even think they put that shit on TV. I think they just announce it. Like, yeah, no they they do. They're just like, yeah, this guy won it. it. That's what I'm saying. We should have our own awards that actually like highlight things that are good in gaming and not just like dog shit piles of trash that just came out because these guys are getting their fucking assholes rimmed out. <laughs> It's like the problem is that like it has become it's like it's like half fake bullshit and half real because it's like I don't, there's like 50 I don't know like journalists or like gaming organization companies that are like on the rankings board and I was like you're telling me like I don't know is IGN or something on here I don't know I, they're the only place I go to because it's the only like video game based like big company I can think of ever or like Kotaku or something it's like are they involved in this are they like they're helping pick some of this. Who are, are you telling me these people have enough credibility that they're ranking it? And the ones that's coming on top is fucking resident evil four remake. Resident evil four sucked dick. How's the remake game of the year? <laughs> this, this shouldn't exist in the first place. Like no. why it's like, why is any of this happening? I don't know, dude. All right, let me, let me continue a little bit. Cause it gets worse. I think, um, oh my God. best dude, that? best score in music has hi-fi rush nominated. Oh my God. That I'll, game dude, was Garbage. It was one of the most insipid, soulless pieces of trash I've ever played. It's insanely evident, like, from this being on there, that the nominator said, well, it is the music-based game. It better be in the music category. Yeah. 
I was like, if, uh, that Metal Hell Rising game. Yeah. Or, what was it called? I don't know. You nailed it, I guess. Hell, <laughs> fuck. Metal, Metal Hell Singer. Metal. Hellsinger, Metal it? Hellsinger. I, think I don't think it came out this year, but it's it's so far and away better than that game in every feasible way. That if 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 Metal Hellsinger didn't win an award for the year it came out, then this is it's obviously just a crock of shit. I was like, dude, if anyone played Hi-Fi Rush and enjoyed the music, they need to have their eardrums beat on like a set of fucking Donkey Konga bongos, dude. There's no <laughs> way that that someone could, dude. It was it was like the corniest bullshit ass rock the whole time. They got they made the new songs with real bands for Metal Hellsinger. Like Serge Tonkin from from System of a Down, like sang on a song that they wrote for the song for the final boss of Metal Hellsinger. It's an original composition with him singing. It's yeah. it's incredible. The the songs in, on this are like when you accidentally make like a slideshow of your of all the pictures that have been saved to your phone and they put like an autumn sepia tone over it and then they play like fake butt rock that was the hi-fi rush soundtrack dude it was so yeah, bad it's like it's like a like a popularity contest i guess this is my problem with the world at large is everyone takes twitter like it it actually fucking matters oh yeah and so like hi-fi rush is probably trending on twitter so like they're like oh well that means it's popular. It's like no, there's there's like twenty people on Twitter, and they each have fifty thousand accounts each. Well, I and swear to God. and ever since like like nowadays, the 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 cool thing to do is um, I'm content farming. Like any interaction is good interaction. So people just say shit so that they like they don't care if someone's saying yes, I agree with you, or yes, I hope you burn in hell. As long as someone's commenting on them, it puts them back in the algorithm. So people just say whatever on there anymore. There's no integrity whatsoever. People don't say stuff because they believe it. They say stuff because they go, ooh, well, more people are looking at me, which means more clicks, which means I can segue this for money somehow. Everything's about making a fucking dollar, even the, everything that I post on a social media thing. Yeah, people want to make content all the time, and I hate this word now. People mm -hmm. have ruined it. Like, they want to make content so that they can make money off of it. No one actually wants to make something. No, no one wants to make anything. Content. They're like, how can I make money from this? Um, well, I'll just follow the algorithm. I'll just do what everyone else like, did, oh, but do it the best. I got to make content, dude. I got to just, I, I got to make content. All that, then when I hear that, I just feel like, oh, I just need to make bullshit that I can put out so it looks like I'm doing something. Yes. You're not actually doing anything. You're just filling up the internet with some shit that I hate. Then please stop before I put a bullet in your brain. <laughs> yes, dude. All right, okay. Hold on. What may be one of the most psychotic nominations of this entire event? I think I told you this already. Sea of Stars and Lies of P were nominated for Best RPG. <laughs> yeah, that's just Not only are they're barely RPGs. They're not even. They're not good games. It doesn't make any sense. Sea of Stars, I could see as an RPG, but Lies of P is an action game. Yeah. Like, I don't, like... It has RPG elements, I guess. When I think like RPG, though, I think like classic RPG where it, it, you have multiple characters, you control all their equipment and their stats, right? You're, the way that you yeah. uh, go through the world and everything. Everybody knows what a fucking RPG is. It's a classic RPG. It's a separate genre. You can't just start fucking throwing whatever you want in there for RPG. Then why do you have a genre to define what it is if you're just going to throw any fucking dog shit game in with it? How is Lies of P an RPG, dude? I'm going to take a fucking... RPG to the Liza P headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. And then well, okay, I'm, I'm not even gonna talk. Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate's in there, yeah, too. It's 100 percent gonna win. There's nothing that can it be. Should. There's so the, I'm not even gonna talk about this because these are not games. They're all cash grabs or psychological tricks. This category is dissolved. But they had 
best mobile game on there. Oh my god! I had a guy at work the other day being like, "Yo, you don't play games on your phone?" And I'm like, "Nah, phone games suck dick." They're and not they real games. Like, There's not a single like, real game phone is. game. And I'm like, dude, how much? I'm like, he's, he's like throw me this game, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, you do this, you get the, you can play with the bow and arrow, or you can use a gun or whatever." It's like this shitty game where you click a thousand times. And I'm just like, okay. Um, and he's like, yeah, it's a, like you got to grind a lot to get the thing. And I'm like, yeah, but if you spend ten bucks, I guess you can get it in five minutes, right? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, Why the fuck Dude, did you play that? Game? I was like thinking about this the other day too. It's like so funny. Like now that I have like a a good ass job, I have like a little bit of expendable cash. Like whenever I see so, I saw someone like streamer playing a Dragon Ball Z like Dokan. It's like a game like that too, like a mobile game. And somebody in the chat was like like trying to like work on he was like oh dude i've been making this build i can do this and this and this now and i was like dude you know how badly i want to download the game and spend a hundred dollars so that i can beat his build right now and and just kill him <laughs> and show him how fucking dog shit his game is and i'm like yeah i bought this five minutes ago <laughs> yeah this same guy at work i ended up arguing with him yesterday because he, he was like we i work at a warehouse and he was uh he was a temp and now he's going through the company and I was like, oh, yeah, you get the 401k. He's like, 401k, that's bullshit. And I was like, yeah, but they match. Like, my company has a 401k match. And he's like, yeah, but you have to pay taxes on it. And I was like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? You have to pay taxes on all your money, you fucking idiot. I was like, this is like the level of person that plays mobile games and, like, things are good. Like, he doesn't appreciate that a 401k is like a good a match yeah like no, also, i also don't want to get too deep into it but it's so funny when people complain about taxes dude because i'm always like yeah you know like you get stuff for that right like the roads that you drive on and like the lights <laughs> and everything and, like the fact that we can live in a society where like some farmer that you've never seen has delivered all of his goods to the grocery store that you go to so you can buy fucking chicken nuggets or whatever like that exists because of you pay for taxes and like the library where like actually smart people go to read books for free like that's that's because yeah. of our taxes and shit. You wouldn't get it because you're a fucking Neanderthal, but they they put a fucking toy in front of you. The, the fo- a phone nowadays is basically just like the, you know, fitting the square block into the square hole toy, but for adults, and they don't realize it. He's like, yeah. mm, mobile game. I'm having fun. And so, dude, people get so mad at me when I tell them that it's not a real game and they're not having fun. I'm like, you're not having fun. They're like, what do you mean? Yes, I am. I'm like, no, you're not. And they like get mad at me. <laughs> so I like fight people on it. You know that game Vampire Survivors? Have you ever seen it? Yeah. It's not a real game either. I was like, no, it isn't. It's. I was like, so you don't control when you attack. Everything's automatic. You don't control when the enemies come in. You don't control what you pick up or when you use it, and you just go infinitely. I was like, yeah, this sounds like a real game and not a fucking <laughs> sham. I was like, this sounds totally. Like, I was like, you're not <laughs> playing. What are you doing? What what buttons can you press to do anything in this game? They're like, oh, left, right, up, down. I was like, okay, so it's DDR. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about, dumbass? This is not a game. You, there's no gameplay. You, you're not having fun. You're just like it's oh it's, a, it's a it's a it's a Skinner box as a video game. Like it's every once in a while it like ticks. It's the same thing with like Risk of Rain. There's just like a fake. You can there's fake movement in Risk of Rain as well. These all these like roguelike games are like that. If it's a hundred percent dependent on what you get randomly, it's not a game. You're just like pulling a lever on a fucking slot machine and hoping you get good shit over and over again no one's like talented it's like not people are doing it like oh i don't pick anything up and i can do it it's impossible to do that you have to hope that you just get good shit these aren't real fucking games yeah yeah there's no real anything to them people get so mad at me i tell them that i was like they're like but i like vampire survivors it's like well you have a fucking brain rot and you're not a real person Oh my god! What other categories are they got on this fucking award show? Dude? That's the last. I got mad after that, and I stopped writing them down. 
any game journalist or like fucking even fan of video games that sees this should like have a meltdown. We should all be storming the Game Award headquarters, dude. It's a fucking self-congratulatory circle jerk, dude. It's a fucking popularity contest bullshit farce. I'm pissed. It's worse than that. It's they're just using it as a blatant marketing tool. Like it's not even a popularity contest. They're like, this is the game we decided that Resident Evil 4 remake is nominated for game of the year. It's like, who who are you asking questions to that is like, yeah, that's a good idea. No, yeah. they're just asking themselves. They're like, which games can we put on here that we can even But there's like, a, there's like away with? there's like a handful of games that came out this year that are actually like good that that are like could deserve time but they're not like big mainline games like that they're they're like triple a like theater rhythm final fantasy theater rhythm final bar line came out this year i think it's an incredible game why not put that on best score in music it has like a million final fantasy songs in it it also has um romancing saga songs it has secret of mana it has chrono trigger um whatever all those other fucking ones i played i've put dozens of hours into it lately it's a blast um i literally started playing final fantasy 14 because i loved the one song in theater rhythm so much that i wanted to see what the game was about it did not live up to the song but that song is very, very good is. that song is i very had the good. same experience with ff11 there was a song <laughs> um on one of the distant worlds tracks so ron far ron fair i don't know how to pronounce it it's like r-o-n-f-a-u-r-e and uh song was so good i was like yeah i'm gonna play final fantasy 11 this song's so good and luckily like I, I don't know how that game even works i did not play it for more than a month but i started in some town and when you walk outside you're in like the ron far forest and it was playing that song so i ended up playing i might have played it for like two months just because that song was like in the game still but then i was like i have no idea what's going on and i stopped playing it that's, that's so epic dude i'm never gonna hear this song from final fantasy 14 because it was called Heroes, and it's like the song you play when you fucking fight the Knights of the Round or something. Oh, it's the end of Heaven's Word, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I, I literally put like 30 hours into the game, and I'm like level fucking 40, and I was like, I this game sucks. Um, Anyway, the point was, best score in music should go to theater rhythm. I mean, it's how can you compete against that? It's the entire Final Fantasy catalog of music. I understand that it's like a retread, but it came out this year. It's better than Hi-Fi Rush. How does it not have best score in music? Just because there's no originals? Who cares? It's a, it's a really yeah. good game. It's an awesome rhythm game. Awesome music. They have like redone ones. They have like new, brand new, like Final Fantasy VII shit in there. Like why, why is this not? It's not even on the list. So I don't get it. Came out this year. And it's the first yeah, time. I think it's interesting it, for the for the game like as a as a franchise because it's been ex- exclusively handheld i think until this release which came out on switch which is still technically handheld but you know what i mean um yeah. but also like gravity circuit came out this year which is like a um if you want to do like a remake or an homage game it's like takes a lot from Mega Man and like those type of games where you like fight like six or seven like robot bosses or whatever but they do like a lot of awesome stuff like it's really tight controls like super fucking tight the movement is incredible um there's like a lot of challenges you could do. There's a lot of upgrades. Like it's super fun. It's like a really well-made game. That's not on anyone's list. It came out in like June of this year. It's like, why not? It's great. Like how is there not a category for something that, that fits this platformer action adventure? I don't fucking know. I mean, Armored Core 6 came out this year, didn't it? Yeah. It's not on a single one of these. I have not played it, but I have so much faith in FromSoft. I can't believe it's not on any list for any sort of game award. It's Armored Core 6. Wasn't it like, didn't it sell like fucking gangbusters? Isn't it like, uh, uh, it's got to be a good game. I have no idea. I just trust them because they do make yeah, good games. Yeah, I haven't played it either, but yeah, I have 100% faith in From Software. I'm just on the same level as Nintendo. Yeah. Like, I just so don't understand how it's not on a list somewhere. Like, how is it not yeah, on it a game? Be nominated for something. Exactly. Like, n- not at all. Like, th- there's, there's, 
all these games are better than this, no doubt, without anything else. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. They put lines of P on there. Exactly. Put, so, like, doing stuff like that is really just like, oh, it's, it's, it, to me, it's like a popularity contest. Or, or it's really just like, you could see it's people going, like, Lies of P gets talked about. For some reason, it got very popular. You know, it got, it got, whether or not it's good or bad, it got popular. And that's all that really takes to get on any of these lists, as you can see. These are, I went through a list of like every game that came out this year, and I literally found like these three that I would add. And I mean, obviously, besides Mario Wonder. But it's just like, how, how are there not, if there's no good games, then don't, then you, then don't just put anything on there, right? That's the real problem with these award shows. It's like, if it's a bad year for movies, they still have an Oscars. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what they're going to do with the game awards. Like, sometimes, There'll be a ser- like a, a half a decade where two good games came out. I swear, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not exaggerating. Games fucking suck. So why are we having an award show every year when you're gonna have to give a reward to games like Hi-Fi Rush because nothing else came out? Exactly. It's just so crazy that Hi-Fi Rush is even on there. It's like, it's not. It's not even like a decent rhythm game. Let alone like that's what I mean. They they barely like register as games no one could have played for some reason it got so like i don't get it like are these people so desperate for a game that a piece of shit one comes out and they all convince themselves that it's good i don't i literally couldn't continue playing it after the first boss it was so boring yeah that game was fucking terrible it was awful Uh, so it's like and it's on there for like best music i was like this it fucking sucks dick so it's yeah. like it's it's every single category. I like Spider-Man 2 is in several categories. Like I said, they, they made up innovation and accessibility, somehow put Spider-Man 2 in it. And it's also in the game of the year category. I was like it's not good. It's like I don't did did uh did like any of the Arkham games get nominated for game of the year? I don't think so. So like why is it Spider-Man 2 getting accolades? Because Spider-Man is very popular. People love Spider-Man for some reason. There's a big problem in gaming already with, like, the whole Game of the Year concept. Like, how many games have a Game of the Year edition? And you're like, who gave you an award? And it turns out, like, I don't remember which game it was. I looked it up one time, and literally no one had ever given them an It's probably, like, Borderlands, dude. They have, like, every game does their own, too. Yeah, Game of the Year edition. It's like, like, we decided it was Game of the Year. It was our Game of the Year. And yeah. so come out with Game of the Year edition, and so people will buy it. And it's just, like, their way to re-release it, but with all the DLC that should have been out on release anyway. Exactly. It's despicable. And, like, it's the problem I have with award shows in general, where, like, all my favorite things that are... I clearly have the best taste on the planet, as far as I can tell, and some my favorite shit never gets nominated for anything. Like, my favorite TV show has, like, a couple of nominations, and I think one of the actors got, like, best actor one year. But, like... And it's like, what the fuck are you guys watching? That's good. There's nothing good. You're full of shit. <laughs> exactly. There's nothing good anywhere. So it's crazy. That, like, they're like, well, I guess this is good enough. And they probably don't even think that. They think it's good because they, they're deluding themselves in the same way that people who play Vampire Survivors are deluding themselves. They think it's good. And you're like, oh, it's actually dog shit, but we just, we just consume everything that's put in front of us so we don't know any better. I think it's worse than that. I think it's, like, done by committee, and they were like, what was popular? It like probably is. I mean, it's what it feels like. And, and Facebook and, and look at the metrics on social media to see like what people liked. Yeah. And that's not a good measurement because most sane people don't use any social media. Yeah. You're like, exactly you're right. Insane, you're on Instagram or you're on Facebook or you're on Twitter. Like nonstop. You're on fucking threads. If you're fully insane, you're on threads. <laughs> yes. If you are, <laughs> you're actually only on threads if you're in a psych ward. And if you have interesting and 
thoughts on Israel, you're on like Truth Social or Rumble or whatever. Hell yeah. But, <laughs> but no, there's no one reasonable on any of these platforms because reasonable people with logic in their brains and no plaque in their cortex can see, oh, this isn't like a good thing for me to be on. It's not, it doesn't bring any well, they're, they're too busy, life. like, actually playing games and, like, pursuing their hobbies and stuff, and they don't have time to, like, argue about games on on Twitter because it doesn't matter to anyone. And the only reason I do it is because I want to hold the entire games industry to a higher standard and, like, please stop making remakes and shitty games. Like, you don't have to do cash grabs. You can just die as a company. No one wants your fucking shitty game anyway. But yeah, fuck these people. That's, All that's these companies should go under. I'm trying to convince them of that, and I think that since I'm the smartest person on the planet, I have an obligation to talk to all of them. Um, no one else sees it that way, and I get in a lot of arguments. Yeah, and when I say go under, I mean underwater. Yes, I want to hold like all of your heads underwater for 20 minutes, and we'll see what the fuck happens, dude. You're going to get an award for most bulbous fucking cranium, dude, once you go <laughs> filled up with water, you bloated corpse. Piece of shit. Um, yeah, so... I've, I've been arguing with people lately, too, about the Mario remake, the Super Mario RPG remake. Um, should we touch on it quick? Do you have time? Yeah, I have time. We can go into that. Okay. It's, uh, the things you told, I still haven't played it, but I, I was... Don't. Please do not. After I watched a trailer. After I watched a trailer, I was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? They they changed a bunch of shit. I was like, why are you changing anything? I'm I'm going back and playing the original because I felt cheated when I played the remake. I was like, this isn't the same game that I played and like I feel like it doesn't feel right I was like I need to go back and like play the original and it's so much better it is leaps and bounds better and again I hate to fucking say it but it really is based on like challenge you need to have like an adequate challenge if you just go through the game and you're just tapping A and there's no challenge the whole way especially in an RPG like this then what's the point well, you can say, oh, it's for the story. Well, this, this it's not a fucking story. It's Mario. They all interact with each other like a bunch of stupid-ass goofballs. No one says anything of substance in the actual game. It's not a real story. It's for children. So, it, like, you can't have a child's story per- pushing the game and then no gameplay. The, the, the core of this game was the gameplay. And they fucked it all up. They had a million things that make it t- stupid and easy. Yeah, they added limit breaks. Mm-hmm. They added so that when you do the timed hits, it does not as area of effect damage it hits every enemy on the screen mm-hmm. which in the original it was difficult to hit every enemy on the screen at once it was hard there was only like one maybe two characters that could hit every enemy well there are a couple but like Mallow is the only one that can do it like with any good skill because he's like a high magic stat too like Bowser could hit everyone with terrorize and poison gas but like they that, those are mostly for status effects because he has super low magic it's like the lowest magic in the game of any character yeah. and why would you buff his magic when he starts with like insanely high attack and defense like higher than mario's when he gets in the party so like why the fuck would you put it in that you have to be dumb as hell um so it's like his his are basically for inflicting statuses they don't really do a ton of damage and gino has like one or two but they're okay like the best person to hit multiple people is mallow it's always been mallow and he's a really interesting character they're all actually designed really well because he has like super low physical attack and can do almost nothing with it and but then high magic attack the only person with higher magic attack is peach but she has all fucking healing shit so it's like designed really well and then in this game legit like i just attacked with everyone all the time it didn't matter because you would do it like legit i think i I don't remember when i told you i should look at the text but like i want to say like five battles into the game or like two levels up it was already affecting it like where normally you'd have to like hit hit enemy one twice hit enemy two twice they're dead and it got to the point where i would hit enemy one kill him and the splash damage would kill the other guy and so i would do one attack and kill both enemies and get a win and i was like what is the point of this 
Yeah, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Mario RPG on Super Nintendo was was quite challenging in an extremely fun way. I say it was like perfectly balanced because I never got frustrated playing it. It would just if I lost to a boss, which didn't happen that often because I'm not an idiot, and it's you know it's a Mario RPG. It's not like it's yeah, it's forgiving. It's fair. It's forgiving. Yeah. I would just like re-examine my strategy. I'd be like, oh, I need to use this attack. I mean, maybe I need to take out this enemy first. But now it's like, just take them all out simultaneously. And then if you hit the time hits enough, you get a goddamn limit break that does like ridiculous damage to the whole screen and didn't exist in the original at all. Dude, so on, not even. It's not even worse than that because player. as you build up your limit break, each hit adds to a like a gauge counter. So like, not only are you building your limit break, but you do it, but you get like on one hit, it's like. The, the attack, defense, and special stats go up. And on two, it's like all those go up, plus speed goes up a little bit. And then the, not only do they go up every time, but like as you get a higher chain, so if you're very good at hitting um, timed hits and blocking them, like I've had like 20, 30 plus chains. I've seen people online to get like 50 and 60. And it's like, you just, and that, that carries over between battles. So you could even go, you could like even farm this if you want to. You, you don't have to, but like you can go and farm a fucking 20 hit, Thing just from like killing everyone first try building your gauge and then going to a boss and doing like 400 damage like off with the first hit because he didn't have a chance to attack you have a gauge coming in you have a full limit break like it's fucking stupid it makes no sense and to, on top of this in the original you have three characters in your bat in your thing and if they die you're screwed and if you go in with like bowser gino mario and you're like oh i would have been way better off with peach and mallow too bad either win this way or quit and try it again in this one you not only can swap characters in battle i tested this out on purpose, I let my main three die. I had um, Peach and Mallow not in my party. They were like the secondary characters left over. I let Mario, Bowser, and Gino die. Um, and they actually all died on the same hit. And then Mario just stayed dead and Bowser and Gino got swapped out for Mallow and Peach. So you just have five people in your party now. That's fucking insane. Yeah. That is, that's ridiculous. Yes. I can't even believe that shit. What the fuck Dude, are they thinking? I, I don't know. I haven't had to use... I was saying this to you earlier. There's no more inventory management. You can have 10 of every item. I think maybe like five or six pick-me-ups. Um, and so like in the original, I think you have like 30 item slots total. And you just have to balance it however you want. You could have 29 mushrooms and one pick-me-up if you want. But then you can't heal your FP. You know, or you like you do it however you want, right? It's your own to balance however you want. The attack items, this across all the healing, whatever you want to do, and it's very fun. It's like actually decent. I hate inventory management in games, but this is fun because it's like, oh, I don't have a lot, so I better make sure I have exactly what I want. And it makes like getting items better. Like you can go and pay money to get like the the frog items that are like you know heal the whole party for fifty because it's like, oh well, this is so much more valuable to have in one slot than it is to use two mushrooms, which do one person for thirty each. So it's like. There's this item balance where it's like, oh, I'll, I'll save up some money and get a better item, which will be more useful to me in a boss fight than having two mushrooms. And in this one, you can have 10 mushrooms, 10 mid-mushrooms, 10 mid max mushrooms, 10 of that. You guys have 10 of everything. I never ran out of inventory space. So, like, all of that combined, it's like, how could you not say that it's a completely different game? It's it, the, the ease has been catapulted through the roof. I didn't have to worry about anything. Like, did you, I don't know if you remember the Exor fight, which is the giant sword that you have to attack to get into the weapons factory at the end of bowser's castle it's a really tough fight on the original the eyes like protect the headpiece which is the one you have to attack but the mouth is also there and it's like okay it's a four person battle you have to kill these two or like one of the eyes to be able to damage the main part of it and the mouth is also a high damage thing it didn't matter i just attacked 
the eyes over and over again. I got splash damage on the other eye until it died too. And the whole after one eye was dead, I was getting splash damage on the other eye from attacking the main thing. So I was like comboing the eyes. It, it didn't matter. I just fucking attacked with Mario over and over again and the splash damage fucking helped me out so much. On top of that, I had all the items I could ever use. I, I, if someone died, it didn't matter. I didn't have to use a pick-me-up because I would just switch Peach in and res them. It made no fucking yeah, sense. What the fuck, dude? I it's like, horrible. The, the switching characters, I didn't know about that at all until you said it just now. That's insane. Like, it's it, you're absolutely correct. It's a completely different game. It is. Completely different. There's... Yeah. That game, it was hard on Super Nintendo. It, I remember I'm going I back and playing it now. Rangers, yeah. And I couldn't beat them. I couldn't beat them. I was like, I had to like... Like, I don't remember if I went back and leveled up or if I just started my file over again. But, like, I was like, this, this fight is fucking hard because there are five enemies... And you, it's hard to hit them all at once. You, all, you pretty much can't. Yeah. But now you can just fucking attack and hit everyone on the screen. Dude, I'm not joking. I like. I wish I would have taken like clips or something like this of videos. I don't know how to do it on the Switch, so I didn't. I'm not joking. I killed one or two of the Axum Rangers in my first attack because I came in with a high charge on my gauge and I had a fully built limit break and I used it right off the bat and either one or two of them died in the first hit. I did not like That's get hit by them. Insane. Yeah. Oh my God. It, it's, it's like, dude, you just kill everything instantly. Um, even if you take damage, it doesn't matter. You don't really have to use items cause you can just switch in a new character. Um, and, and just spank them with it. You can bring in Mallow whenever you want to hit everyone. You can switch him back out the turn after. So he doesn't take damage. It makes no fucking sense. There's zero challenge to it. I literally went through half the game just spamming attacks. I went through the entire game just spamming attacks. There was no any real enemy that was like, I have to put any thought into this because I was good at hitting the and Dude, like, I'm really... It doesn't make sense either because, like, that doesn't even help you in the original Mario. I'm very good at hitting the timed hits. I, like, never miss them in the original, and I still fucking get the shit kicked out of me. I have to use, like, yeah. mushrooms all the time to heal. I only have three people in the party, so if they die, I have to res them. I have to try to make them not die. I'm spending my money on good shit to keep them from fucking dying. Like, items feel good to get when you get upgrades because now I'm doing that much more damage because the damage numbers aren't, like, astronomical. I, I remember... I'm probably doing, like max like 200 damage to a guy now and i was doing like i'm doing like three four i think when i used my limit break on smithy at the end I, it hit him for 500 damage jesus christ i don't think i ever did 500 damage with anything in the original ever. dude boyer or whatever bowyer the 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 arrow boss or whatever has like 600 health total obviously you're not doing it there but it's like in the yeah, you know i mean like hell. In the beginning of the game, I, I think Smithy probably only has 2,000. Like, I did a quarter of his health with the first hit of the oh game. God. I would have to look it up, but, like... it was The original was very well-balanced. Like, it was it was hard, it was challenging, but you could get through it with just strategy. Maybe you could go find, like, Mario's, like, secret, like, weapon upgrade that you had to, like, go out of your way a little bit to get. So, stuff like that to get stronger. And outside of battle, the game was still fun. It was It's fun to walk around and and uh like explore the areas because you're not it's not like a regular rpg you're not just walking around you can jump and stuff it's mario still yeah. like they had so they had like the mine cart section stuff like that it's like it was a fun game even outside of battle but the main draw of it is like it's rpg is in the name and it's a great rpg yeah and they've just made it so fucking easy they added all these things they, they added limit breaks they added time hits to aoe they added like you could switch characters in and out i well, I'd put my entire 401k as a bet that they didn't change anything else. Honestly, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to hold you right there. I think that they changed it to make it easier on top of all this. And I only say this because <laughs> I'm not joking because um I 
I did. I think that you get more experience. I think they changed something because I skip as many battles as I can because I don't care and I'm good at the game. So it's like I just want to get to the boss and fight him. So I, I like run past a bunch of people and I just get through. And I know how to get through all the levels already because I've beaten it a million times. And I actually for I haven't played in so long that I forgot that you can buy armor at the first town. And so I went. I I went until the second time you can get armor, which is at Rose Town. So I went from Mushroom Kingdom to Rose Town without armor on Mario or mallow and i didn't realize until i was done and i and i swear to you that you just level up sooner because i was skipping enemies i was also not having trouble on bosses and slamming them and i swear i was like level 17 or 18 by the end of the game and i like and i what i never leveled up or anything i feel like i was getting like a lot of extra levels but it didn't matter like my level didn't feel like it mattered because i was doing i was clearing insane amounts of damage anyway so it just felt like on top of all that they made it easier i never struggled i felt like i was getting rewarded more often for it with level ups and like learning the abilities and shit like that from the level ups. And I, I don't know. I just felt like never, I was never challenged the entire way because they just put all these new systems in. And again, I forgot to equip armor for a large part of the beginning of the game and it didn't matter. I didn't is, even uh, notice. This is despicable. Mm -hmm. Like truly, like I would be so much happier if they just re-release super Mario RPG, like as it was like remaster it, like run a, a quick, like, program over it to increase the resolution mm -hmm. a little bit and put the same fucking price tag on it and as far as i'm concerned it'll be worth it yeah but if you change all this shit now it's worse like you've only you have not improved anything and it's it's not worth it in any capacity like they didn't even make the graphics that much better like the shit looks no. like Mortal Kombat 1 dude that's what i i'm saying like if you're gonna make a remake the only like justifiable thing is like, oh yeah, the graphics were fucking dog shit. But you're not gonna upgrade Mario from Mario RPG to look like The Last of Us. So what's the fucking point? It looked better, I think, in the original. It looks really dumpy and stupid. And, like they make them all like chibi characters and like some of the stuff they added, which is like it's like story based stuff. Which is like, oh, the cutscene where, which honestly I really love about the original, where there are no cutscenes. Like the cutscene in the very first time you see Croco or whatever in the beginning when he like runs past. Mallow and Mario and he like spins them around you're just like standing on the map and they like move around and it happens and there's like a yeah. cutscene now where like Mallow falls down the stairs and starts crying or whatever and I'm like why who cares if this is added sure it's like flashy and neat or whatever but th the game didn't need this yeah it's another example of them adding things that are completely unnecessary and it's in many ways detract from the experience uh, in every way detract from it there's, there's no reason to have added anything. I, I really am so confused why they would do it. And I was getting in arguments online because people were like, oh, people are complaining that it's easy. Well, so what? It makes it more accessible. I was like, making a game more accessible does not make it better. I was like... It's it, about the wrong definition of accessibility. When I hear accessibility, I think let's make it so that people who like lost their arm in combat on Iraq can play the fucking game. That's what I think of. It's yeah. Like, there are games like, um, like the Dishonored series has like colorblindness settings and stuff like that that's what i think of accessibility yeah accessibility doesn't mean make it so that your dog could beat the game like, i i agree i agree and but it's it's, it's there, there should be like a modicum of difficulty for it but i also think too it's like the accessibility isn't universal right it's like they don't make ddr like dance pads with a special accessibility mod for people in wheelchairs, right? Like they, they're, you have to make a concession at some point, right? So where do you draw the line? Yeah. Why do you say like, oh yeah, we want everyone to be able to experience this game. So we made it painfully easy to the point of it being barely a game at all. 
and yeah, and I'm again, like I, it's not accessibility. And meanwhile, while they get to enjoy the story, which is not a real thing, like I said, it's it's a fucking kid's story that makes no sense. And it's been already told, so you're, it's a retelling of the same exact story, beat for beat. So who cares? Again, there's like 50 different ways why you wouldn't care. You're the only person who's losing out on this is me. Where now I, their accessibility comes at the cost of my enjoyment of the game. So right, so it's like they're now they're prioritizing. These people, the people who are bad at the game can play it at all costs versus making a game that people who used to enjoy still enjoy. Yeah, I hate that argument about accessibility because it's not, it's not even rational. Yeah. It's just making excuses. Like, making a game easier doesn't make it more accessible. No. It doesn't at all. It's just like, you just want your fucking infant to be able to beat this game and feel like they accomplished something, but they didn't. They didn't accomplish anything. Yeah. You might as well just had them play Vampire Survivors. They'd accomplish the same amount. Exactly. A real it's not a real game anymore it's not anything it shouldn't exist i agree and like the graphical shit like they didn't they didn't upgrade this isn't a remake like final fantasy 7 where they fully remade the game whether or not you like that or not i know that you don't yeah but well, I, mean, they, I know exactly what you're saying but it's just like they like it's it's borderline a remaster and they just added some shit so they could change that word to remake yes and they shouldn't have changed any of that shit. They should have just made a remaster, and everyone would have been better off. I don't think that a remaster was even needed. Why is the original just not available on the on the eShop? I would pay full price for the original completely untouched. I don't understand why it's not even there. Like, it's just a really good game. Why can I not just play it? Why can I not just play it? There's no reason to not... Why can't... I'm Like, I can't get over this. Why can I not just play the original? Why can I not just yeah, do that? Why does it need to be out? Why are you doing this? It should have been on that that Switch Online thing that you have to pay $25 a year for. It yeah. should have been on there. Again, I... And I was always wondering. I'm like, why the fuck? I'm like, why don't they have Super Mario RPG on here? And it's because they were making this fucking shitty remake. Dude, it's... And they didn't want to poison the pool. They, idiot. They... It's the same thing all the time. Like, I will even take the concession. I don't think that any of these games should be... Have to be paid for. I already bought Mario RPG 15 times in my fucking life. But I will buy it again because I just like it that much and I want to play it. Like, Nintendo, you win. Like, you could have my money... I don't give a fuck. I just want to play the original again on my Switch. That's all I want. And they're like, yeah, we're going to make a remake and also change it significantly. Yeah, so, they fucked up. Uh, the, even Nintendo they is not... They ruined a classic. They really did. Even Nintendo is not um, like out of harm's way for this, unfortunately. So the, the lesson to be learned here is just... Um, don't like don't remake a game. There's no good remake. Don't remake a game. Don't remake. There's, There's no, no good remake. remake. It's impossible to do. Uh, the, the, if, if Nintendo can't do it, no one. No can one do can. It. They're the best makers in the video game. Like, dude. Especially with fucking Mario. It, this Mario is honestly like I would say Mario doesn't miss, but he just did. Yeah, this is like a a, a bad stain on the Mario franchise. Where like the 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 I would the the original is arguably like very 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 good, like high top tier RPG. Why change anything at all? Who is this change for, right? Again, this is the quintessential issue that all remakes come down to. If you change nothing, then why do it? And if you change something, then why are you doing it? Because if yeah. you change nothing, you piss off the people that, that want a change, either in graphics or whatever, something new to the game. But also, you piss off the people that, that wanted nothing changed because you know, you changed parts about the game that they already grew to know and love. And I think there might be fringe cases where like a game is like super old and has really bad quality of life or whatever. 
like like oh it's hard to navigate menus but again i just went and replayed i was actually super stoked about this the the new metal gear solid collection reissue is literally the one that they just released for xbox is metal gear solid one this is all i ever wanted you can never play the only way to play metal gear solid one now is like on an original ps1 or like on the playstation store or whatever or PSTV, which is no one uses so like it was kind of hard to play it or emulate it all i wanted was like i want these accessible this is accessibility to me it's the exact same Metal Gear 1 with all of its positives and negatives just released on Xbox. They actually even went so far as it was hard to control because it had the original PlayStation control scheme when games were first like coming over from Japan where X meant like cancel and circle meant okay because that was like how they did it back then. And, you know, they changed it eventually because everyone, for some reason, got used to pressing, like, A or the bottom to be, like, you know, Xbox and be, like, okay. So, like, change it. So, like, I was, like, oh, fuck. I was pressing cancel on everything. And I still didn't give a shit. I was, like, oh, it's fine. Like, the game rules. It it not, They knocked out of the park. It just re-released the original, and I'm so happy for it. I just wanted to play Metal Gear Solid 1 on the Xbox, and they let me do that. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Just re-release the game. Yeah. Fuck your remaster. Fuck your remake. Just re-release. Yeah. And we'll give you money for it. If your game was good enough 30 years ago... It's like good Super enough Mario now. RPG, yeah. I'll pay for it again. I will. That's what I'm saying. Most people will. People still play these old games, right? They still collect old consoles. So, like, why would... Um, why, why, is, why do you have to change anything at all? You're saying, like, oh, we made a mistake. And again, like, there's problems in the original Metal Gear Solid, but what do you need to change them for? Who gives a shit, right? They're not, like, so glaring of an issue that it needs fixing. And that's the one thing I can maybe make a concession for, where it's like oh, if you want to, this isn't in the game, but it's like, oh, if you want to change your weapon, you have to open the menu, go to equip, equip, you know, put it to the gun, do blah, 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 right, right, stuff like that, like on the old games, like, oh, it's a little bit obtuse. That's maybe I can see, like, streamlining shit like that, but I honestly don't care, like, at all. Like, if, it, yeah, if a game like, is worthy um, of a replacement, it doesn't need that. Yeah, I could think Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time on the 3DS. Yeah. They changed the, um, you used to have to go to your equip screen to change your boots, to the hover boots or the iron boots. But yeah. they, they made those an item in the 3DS version, and it, it made the specifically the water temple like much better. You didn't have to open the menu. I mean, it, it made it much better in the way that it took less time to equip your boots in the menu by a couple of yeah, seconds. It was just, <laughs> it just like that quality of life. Just like, yes. So I'm you saying, have to change your boots so many times. Is that like, worth it? it is if, if making a remake is worth it for that? I don't think it is. Again, so so now we come down to the to the quandary of. That's not even worth it to remake a game to get rid of quality of life issues. Now, the only one I can sort of reasonably say is like the original Resident Evil. The upgrade from the original to the GameCube version graphically is stunning. You can the difference is night and day. It is like the worst PS1 graphics to like pretty standard high quality 2006 whatever GameCube graphics. It looks really good, um, and so that's like kind of acceptable, I guess, because it looks it's really clunky and bad in the original and they got rid of the tank controls, I think. So like that, that combination, but there's really like no other games that qualify that any game that's come out since 2005 has decent enough controls is, is high enough on the games spectrum that it doesn't need to be retouched in any way. Yeah. The Ocarina of Time thing is just like a really fringe example and it's the only acceptable thing to even change in the whole game. Cause it's yeah. fucking Ocarina of Time. What are you doing? And the same thing applies to Super Mario RPG. Why are you changing anything? It's a classic. Yeah. One of the best RPGs ever. Exactly. I think that even like they, I think they ironed out like a couple of like translation issues at the time. And I was like, who even really gives a shit? Like they didn't matter that much. The translations weren't like so awful that it was like a big deal. 
People just fucking cream their shorts because they people who liked Mario RPG when it came out just became their favorite game, and then and by extension of that became their personality so when a new one comes out they want to be able to say oh my god i've liked this since the original oh my god i like this one too aren't i cool because i am a uh i'm not a real person i i'm an extension of this game by my life because i have nothing else going on for me i don't have personality or friends i am this game and now i get validation by way of nintendo re-releasing it that's got to be a factor yeah for psychos who like it not for making it it, not for making it's fully it's people a lot of it is too like it's social media where people like some people are praising it and then no one wants to go against the grain because people are fucking sheep. Yeah. So then it's like, yeah, it is good. It is really good. It's, it's the best ever. It's such a good remake when it's like, when's the last time you played it? Like most of these people haven't played the original since it came out. If they did at all. Probably not. Yeah. There are a few, like you mentioned to me, some speed runners were, were saying like, oh, this is a one-to-one remake and it's just not. And it's like, how could they even have that opinion when like, and that's like really difficult to understand because there's there's so I actually want to call someone out. So I actually interviewed Pidge Zero One um, on my website when I as a Super Mario RPG speedrunner because I was so enamored with one of her runs. I thought it was really interesting her knowledge of the original game, how much she cared about it, and like all this stuff they talked about. Like you know when they have interesting speedrun tidbits where they're like, oh this functions because of this, this, and this. She knew that throughout the whole like three hour run. It was really engaging and fun. I, I interviewed her for it. It was awesome. She said it was like her favorite game of all time, like loves it to death. And she's even coming out and saying like, oh, is it is it mad? Like, it, like oh, it's they, they do this thing that bothered me where they're like, oh, it's, you were just a bunch of nerds playing nerd games. Shut up about the difficulty or whatever. And I challenged them on this. So yesterday they said, my hangup, or someone said, um, it should have a hard option or a rebalance to take the new gameplay options into consideration. That part was lazy as fuck. And then she replied, my hang up with the hard mode is that I feel like making RPGs harder is hit or miss on that if hard mode is going to be actually good. Um, putting the breezy mode but in reverse would not have been a good or interesting hard mode. And I was like, why do you have a hang up with hard mode but not easy mode? Could you not say the same thing about the lower difficulty? And they never responded to me. So uh, that's just another thing. Like they don't want actual engagement. I was like, how is that not just, how have you not created your entire, they said, yeah, who cares about easy mode? And this guy, well, why can't we have hard mode? And they're like, oh, it wouldn't be good. I'm like, what do you mean? This is like, I, I thought that you were a very smart and interesting person. And like, I've interviewed you and you seemed like you cared so much about the original. Why would you not care if they changed it dynamically? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand either. Just, like you said, speedrunners in general, and especially this one you're referring to, has like intimate knowledge of the game, mm-hmm. like, down to the code. Uh, you told me this person uh, helps run a randomizer. So, mm-hmm. like, they really know the game. Yeah. So, there's no way that they didn't see these changes like it's not like they're blind to it it's not like it's not like how i think of most people where it's like you haven't played the original in so long you don't know what you're talking exactly. about exactly that's what they, they, they play it regularly and i like notice these changes from the feel of them i can tell like just from playing it i'm like this isn't the same game and they know for a fact that the the numbers are different the the challenge and the tightness of the gameplay and i've even said heard them say that before like oh it's a really well-made game they might have said that in our interview like it's it's a very tightly programmed game and they're like also a programmer so to see the new one come out and be so non-judgmental and in fact even enjoy it a little bit is very questionable to me i don't understand it i had to call them out on that i have done the interview with them and i do respect them but this has really made me change my opinion of them because i don't understand how you can enjoy this this remake yeah, I don't understand it either. It's uh, quite despicable. It this really is. Under this game. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, 
I think we I think we hit on everything. The good the good news is let's end on a high note. Despite all that dumb bullshit, Mario Wonder came out. It's the best game that came out in the last five years, and it's gonna be the best game that, that comes out for the next five or more. Uh, if you haven't played Mario Wonder, you're doing yourself a disservice. I would get a Switch for Mario Wonder. I'm not joking. It's worth it. It is a console seller. It is an incredible game. If you like video games, you'll love Mario Wonder. There's nothing not to love about it. It's good start to finish. Um that's I can't say nothing more about it. It's incredible. It's amazing. It's it's flawless. You should play it. Uh, and and uh, and that's it. Mar- Shout out to Mario Wonder. They did it again. Yeah, I completely 100% agree with everything you just said. Shout out to Mario Wonder. Yeah, they did. So let's end on a high note. I know we're we're very. I love to be a hater and I love to shit on people because they're brain dead imps and they're just like being marionette dolled across life by I don't know p- pure pure something i don't know how they're still existing they don't even have consciousnesses and i love to fucking hate on them but i also do want to end on a high note because i think that um while the entire game awards should be burned down they should be self-immolated and so should the mario rpg remake at least we have mario wonder to 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 be a pioneer of video games moving forward yeah the one bright spot in the entire industry super mario yeah truly um, maybe we'll do um, our own little game awards since actually we can, maybe it won't be just the year. We'll just like highlight some of the best games that came out recently and, and some like little gems. Like I was talking about Citizen Sleeper earlier. Um, I play a lot of games, a lot of different games across many genres. And um, so I have a lot of uh, like value and I can, and I can see a lot of these really good games. So maybe we'll do our own and like take the fucking highlight off of dumb Spider-Man bullshit that sucks cock and really give it to people who deserve it. Oh yeah. Maybe we will. Maybe That's we will. a good will. idea. Maybe we will, dude. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'll kill myself tonight. Who knows? <laughs> Oops. All right. Um, this is us signing off. Um, Bone Robot Games podcast. Uh, any gay people that were listening, what's up? <laughs>